0: Call with Dads, your podcast for unscripted conversations and honest opinions about what matter to dads. Join the call in this journey called fatherhood. Now here are your
1: hosts to get things started. E.A. Maynard, the man of many words and some of them could make sense. Hi, I'm E.A. Maynard. Along with Mr. Pancakes, who is working to bring back family traditions starting with breakfast.
0: This is Mr. Pancake, and this is Call with Dads.
1: Let's just get into it then. I've... We can just talk right now about it and tell people we're going to be discussing traditions and work-life balance. And really, yeah. I think our the difference is going to come from, at least for us, you work in an office, I work from home. So mm-hmm. work-life balance for us basically has two different ways of looking at it. Because, well, I mean, for you, you you have a break from your family where my work-life balance and I think my wife and I was joking about this the other day where for me, literally, I I look out of my office or I look down the stairs, and I see my office, my kids run in and out of my office while I'm home. So work-life balance for me is a whole different scenario than for like you. But let's start off with traditions because if we, yeah, sure. if we keep doing this right, then some people's gonna have this as a, as a traditional listen for themselves hopefully
0: hopefully i hope so <laughs>
1: yeah so like for you what kind of um what kind of traditions do you and your family have and are they actual traditions that you picked up or just traditions that you started
0: um so for for us uh obviously one of the main uh traditions that we like to do i mean it's kind of obvious we we try to have pancakes at least every sunday right you know, it's Try and keep a, a once a week type of something small something once a week something the family knows that they can all tie into and you know it incorporates food and cooking and sitting at the table together to chit chat and spend Sunday morning together um we, we are we are Christians and religious but we really don't go to church so that's kind of our way of doing that uh, all right. and our you know, kind of forming that to you know, kind of real realign the family um, as far as annual traditions, me and me and my family and my wife's family kind of have, uh, I mean, a broken family is mm-hmm. kind of where we we're trying to kind of grow and become a better solid family together. Um, her her parents go to like Hilton Head every year. And we try to meet them at least once a year um and do just like a family one week kind of vacation together where we spend the week together um for the most part we i mean we we usually do christmas you know um their parent her parents come down uh and spend the time in florida with us but they they like to get a condo on the beach because we we live on the beach you know so the condo on the beach is just to throw away or just walk over to it you know what i mean so right um, get a condo we stay at the house or whatever they spend the week with us and do christmas um we we really don't have too many other traditions um we we try to try to have some and try to find more but sometimes they don't really work out uh just because my family my wife is very untraditional which is odd (laughs) i try to push yeah i try to push the traditions on everybody because it just makes it overall better to have oh I, i agree tradition for the family you know so right what
1: about you? well for me it's like we i originally grew up in northwest ohio out in the middle of the sticks and i joke around all the time that the town used to have a flashing light light we got it got small enough now that there's no more a flashing light but yeah. i we try to head back there as much as we can for christmas thanksgiving mm-hmm. and then 4th of july weekend so we try to go back there, spend time, and right. of course, depending on the weather. So for mm-hmm. us the fam trying to spend time with families very traditional, very important to us. And we try to my wife, she's originally from China, her traditions are much different than mine since I grew oh, up yeah. in in Ohio and right. so a lot of the traditions that i grew up with and i use she has adapted for the most part and of course the different culturals have different ways like chinese new year versus the worldwide new years yeah different things like that. <laughs> and so she's trying to teach our kids some of these chinese traditions as well as the american traditions that i'm instilling but kind of yeah. like you said, for a personal level, like, I I also am doing the every Sunday, I try to make pancakes. If I'm lazy, I'll make waffles because I can pull the waffle maker out. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> and
1: a lot of it's just, so like for us, it's every Sunday morning, I'll get up, I'll make the pancakes. And then after we pancakes, my son and daughter will sit down with my wife and they'll go mm-hmm. through Chinese lessons to try to learn Chinese.
0: Oh that's cool.
1: So you know it's one of these things and that's kind of like we're building our own little tradition our own little thing and that's also kind of why we also decided to homeschool is to build our traditions, build our family the way we want them because we know that one what we want may not be the same viewpoint that somebody else has and unless we are how we look at it is we want to make sure that our kids grow up with a sense of right and wrong to mm-hmm. our way of thinking and right. we are like i'm christian my wife she's was raised buddhist but yeah. is even if she doesn't say it i believe she's more christian focused than buddhist focused so right it's it's kind of a good meet in the middle situation for us with our traditions and I mean I honestly I kind of stick to the thought process that if you have traditions and you know the one thing with knowing that we were just going to discuss traditions the one thing I looked into was the effect of fathers and what they have on traditions and Mm -hmm. it actually shows that most traditions are passed down from families with fathers in them because the fathers tend to simply say this is how I want to do it this is yeah. what I want to do and yeah.
0: the father has that influence on the family the big they influence. Re-
1: they really do and you know as a father I want to instill traditions that my son's going to take on because I mean yeah. look at it our last episode we talked about where you said that you and your dad would go to the Waffle House, I think it was, and yeah. sit down and have pancakes. And that's what stemmed one, your tr- Sunday tradition that you have. And, yeah. you know, for me, right. I start, even before I found you, where we started talking and all this, mm-hmm. I started pan- Pancakes on Sunday with my kid because I thought about my biological father's side, who... Yeah. So, and I should explain. So to me, I have my stepdad, who I consider m- he was more in my life than my real father right. was, or my biological father. Yeah. So if there somebody hears more. me, yeah. So if somebody hears me say it that way, it's not meant to sound weird, even though it might. But for <laughs> me, when I think of like who my dad was, it was more my stepdad than my biological. And
0: right.
1: Which this makes is, sense. This is also why. I don't say that stepdads can't be real dads because there's plenty of dads out there that, or people yeah. that have kids that aren't really dads. They don't do anything for their kids. They don't set, Yeah, they're part of the father fatherless home right. epidemic yeah. that's happening.
0: They're so, not a solid father figure, they don't.
1: Right, but right. one thing that all my biological father side, they did is they used to do breakfast every Sunday morning and the mm. whole family would get together and you know mind you i was the black sheep of that side of, of that family and they yeah, i kid you not they literally told me that they just didn't like me <laughs> so
0: but i was the middle child i was the ignored one nobody just everybody ignored me <laughs> uh, well,
1: because i was more like my mom and more closer to my mom's side of the family Right. That side of the family kind of disowned me for the most part. Treated <laughs> me like the redheaded headed stepchild, if you would.
0: <laughs>
1: so, but the tradition they had with breakfast after my son was born got me thinking, you know, there's a lot right. of things that they did wrong that I didn't like. But that having breakfast every Sunday morning, even yeah. if it's just something quick, something whatever. So like. Right now, my son and I will sit down every morning and have a bowl of cereal and yeah. before we start going through some general educational stuff and what so have you. But Sunday is our day where the whole family, we have pancakes, we have our routine, and then we just go out and do whatever we want to do. Right. So yeah. We're same
0: same yeah. thing. We, we have our breakfast. We have our pancakes. You know we, we we do uh we read a lot we read a lot of books um uh, mm-hmm. so we spend a lot of time sitting around reading books just spending time with the family and i mean by the time i get up and go do anything it's like nine ten o'clock you know <laughs> I mean, right. but we, yeah i mean we we get up at five every morning even on sundays you know every every month so that's what we do we just we make the pancakes we have the breakfast and then we read books and hang out, spend time with each other. We don't really watch TV pretty much ever. Right. And then we spend the rest of the day together. That's it. I think that's a solid, like, it's, it's small and it's simple and it's often. So it gets the family to kind of refocus, you know, after a long week of work and everything like that and school and so on and so forth before mm-hmm. you start the next week. It's a good refocusing point.
1: And I was going to ask you what you thought the value of traditions had with with um, families, because to me, I see it as a as a joining factor, as a way to build connection. I mean, even sure. if it's just a simple, we're going out to uh, get ice cream every Sunday, or we go out, to, we go to this park every Saturday and walk around the track or something. Yeah, just something definitely. simple that builds the memory and builds connection. I mean, what's your viewpoint about traditions and family and such?
0: Yeah. So for for me, for like, if you're the, one of the best things, uh, like a a family, especially a small family, like like mine's a small family. I only got one kid. It's just a, me, my wife, and my daughter. Um, a, a simple once a week tradition that you that you do, and the, and it can change. You know, it doesn't. Maybe like we do pancakes and hang out right now. You know, may, maybe, um, maybe, you know, four or five years from now, when she's 10, 11, 12 years old, maybe it changes. Maybe she no longer wants to eat pancakes every day. You know, maybe by the time she's a teenager, she doesn't want to eat pancakes because she doesn't want to be fat. She wants to fit in her 16 <laughs> year old dress. You know what I mean? You know, right. so so instead of pancakes, uh, maybe we adjust it to, you know, uh, maybe lunch or maybe we adjust it to, you know, uh, the family goes out for breakfast, or you know, we just something, something to refocus the family because would you we need. I mean, most dads, you know, and uh, nowadays most dads and moms mm-hmm. uh, will spend all week, you know, getting up early. You know, I like I get up early. We get up at 5 a.m. every morning. I smash a big bowl of Cheerios and uh, brew a pot of coffee, and I don't even drink my coffee until I get to the office usually. Um, you know, so I smash my Cheerios, brewed a coffee, throw it in the thing. I'm getting her ready, getting her clothes on for school. My wife's making her lunch and we're getting everything done. And then we're out the door, you know, and I'm off to the office and she's off to dropping her off at school and doing all this stuff. So we have a whole day of running around, you know, and, and then I get home around five o'clock every day. Um, and typically she makes dinner. Um, and by the time I get home, has the house cleaned and picked up and all that stuff, you know, typical tip stuff, wife. So cause she, she doesn't work. So, um, which she, we're very lucky with that. But so that it's like a busy week, you know, and then Saturday rolls around and you think now, oh, now I don't have to work. So now I get to spend time with the family and stuff. Now I got to mow the lawn. I got a mm-hmm. weeding. I got to fix anything. I gotta, you know, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. You know, all these chores and stuff um i gotta take her like take my daughter over to uh her buddy's house so she can play you know so so forth so by the time sunday rolls around it's like we we haven't really spent a lot of time together as a family so Mm -hmm. that's we we just no matter what we set our we set ourselves aside we set that sunday break you know uh and just our current thing is pancakes in the morning and then after pancakes and hanging around, we'll uh, we'll get some books and stuff. We'll go sit on the couch and we'll all just kind of, I mean, we all just kind of cuddle on the couch and hang out and just read books. And or we read a lot of kid books. You know, right now it's almost Halloween, so we just, we bust out a lot of the Halloween kid books and stuff. My wife has a, a stinking French bulldog, so it's all <laughs> and it comes to sits on her lap and yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. it's kind of just our thing, you know, it's, it refocuses the family. It gets everybody on the same page. Um, and it, it really lets you feel those feelings of love and affection for your family when you haven't had the ability all week to do so, you know, so that that's to me, simple traditions anyways. Uh, as far as like long-term traditions, um, Long term traditions, I would say, just are good overall for building family morals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, it ke- keeps you interested in having a family, you know, keeps you uh, knowing that family is the right way um, and overall just being a good person. So.
1: Right. Well, I know, like, I listen to some other podcasts, and when you've mentioned mm-hmm. about reading books, one thing that they talked about is for a homeschooling podcast where they talked about a lot of their traditions stem around homeschooling where they sit in like every morning or every other morning something like that I think it was they start the day off with reading books out loud to each other to be able to one share a story connect because you you're communicating with each other Mm -hmm. so The reading the books portion is a good one, a good habit, but it's also a nice tradition to look back on like reading your kid a book before bed or like I read my son a book before bed. Once my daughter gets old enough, I'll read her a book before bed or my my wife will. So in time, it's one of those things that the bedtime story, I think that's kind of gone away from a lot of what I've heard where. Yeah, I agree. People are just putting the kid in bed. They don't sit with them and read and yeah. anymore. It's okay. Go to sleep. If you need something, call me. I'll be in the other room. Right.
0: So slam the TV on. Let them watch TV till right before bed. Then it's brush teeth, go to bed. Yeah. yeah. Then they wonder why the kid screams and asks for something to drink all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and I know, like my son, by the time he gets in bed, he's. I barely get through a story and he's out like a light.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah. That's how my daughter is. Yeah. We, she, she'll do the, uh, I got, I'm thirsty, you know, try and extend the bedtime out. She always right. does. It. I'm hungry. It's like, well, you, you had dinner, you know. So yeah. what we do, we do the same thing. We'll, we'll get her, I'll get her, we got these little mini solo cups, get her a little mm-hmm. shot of water, let her drink that. Uh, anything to eat or whatever, get her a couple carrots, or whatever. Let her chomp on that. And then it's, you know, off to bed and we, we go and lay with her and do the same thing like you said. Read her a book and halfway through the book she's out, won't be a life. Right. Yeah.
1: So now this kind of falls into leading into our whole work-life balance conversation as well because mm-hmm. with with trying to figure out how to have time to read stories and you even said for you running around doing all this stuff and like for me it like i said it's a different situation since i work from home so like for me work and i guess one you have to define what your work-life balance boils down to because like Mm. for me like i for me to be able to homeschool we have to hire a nanny which you know Mm. we did the math and for us if you do the daycare the cost of a daycare right and then yeah. the nanny and, you know, one kid, it seems expensive. Right. But once you go into two kids, the cost mm-hmm. of a nanny to help you with two kids and you do homeschooling and there's a ton of programs out there. Mm-hmm. But for me, my work-life balance revolves around being able, having that ability to work from home where mm-hmm. obviously we have I, the people listening can't see it, but you can see the cat playing balancing on my chair behind me Uh and then so having the cats here having my son being able to interact with the cats the me learn different things and then being able to also that nanny while she's here allowing me to fully work and then I can take care of my housework during like lunch breaks or something like that since I can just step outside get the mowing done and things like that yeah absolutely. but again i think a lot of it you hear people throw around this work-life balance comment as if there's just one way of or one because i read a few articles yeah. as well about this and mm-hmm. it seems like everybody that wrote an article has this and there's very few of them that i read them kind of vague makes it vague to where you have to figure out your own work-life balance yeah but like Like I said, mine is going to be different than yours because I work from home. Right. What What do you? And a lot of fathers do work in offices. So I'll admit I'm one of the few lucky ones that can do it and have the temperament to be able to do it without getting stir crazy.
0: Right. Yeah. That's I. I couldn't work at the house. There's no way. (laughs) (laughs) I'd. I'd be like. I'd I'd never get anything done. I'd go nuts. Like, oh my God, no. I cannot go over there and go get that off of that shelf for you. Go and get the step stool. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, see, like for me, the nice thing about working from home is like mm-hmm. I have two desks. I have a personal computer desk right. and technically I have three because I have where we're record that I'm recording this on. So I have my sound booth that I'm doing this on that originally was set up for me to do my books and audio books, but I haven't done that for some reason yet, which is just (laughs) me being lazy, which bothers me. But I mean, generally like I have a desk for my work. I have a desk for my personal, which Mm. I'll have my son sit down and read or do something at my personal desk while I'm at my work desk Once once the nanny we just hired a nanny so thankfully we'll have somebody helping me with that where she'll be able to read with him as well and be able to do stuff but you know i think what a lot of people find hard about working from home is they don't know how to separate or they have problems separating work and life because and like for an example for me work-life balance boils down to being able to spend time with my son as much as possible my daughter as much as possible and being able to have that ability to do stuff around the house so that I can spend time with the family where some people they look like I look down my stairs into my basement and see my office door some people sit there and go oh well I have this to do I have this to do because work really seems like it's a never ending thing yeah. and in all truth there's always something you can be doing yeah. But yeah. the fact boils down. the fact boils down to is when and that's kind of why i have like my personal desk and my work desk separated because yes. if i come after hours if i come into my office if i sit down at my personal desk i'm doing something personal if i sit down at my work desk i'm doing something for work and not everyone has that You'd space separate
0: them too.
1: Yeah. yeah, so even if you have, like, two separate computers set up to kind of have that divide mm-hmm. or just something that divides you from working and, like, your personal way of doing it, because, but for you, how do you find find balance with kid, family, working in yeah. an office, the commute, all this stuff?
0: Um, well, I mean, my, my commute isn't a lot. I mean it's maybe 5 minutes to oh. the office. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> up the road. And and it's my office, you know, I mean it's not it's not like it's the company's or nothing it's mine. Um, All right. So it that that does help a lot uh the is being very close. Um I did used to work in an office building in downtown uh, which was about 40 minutes away from where I actually live. So I used to actually have to drive 40 minutes into downtown every day and then I would drive 40 minutes back. And that, I mean, that was, that was a rough time. Um, I really put a lot of strain on my wife um, just simply because I was literally gone from like 5.30 in the morning till 6 p.m. at night because traffic is bad and it just, it was a long day for everybody. Um, I would say one of the, one of the things for me that really helps and I I know it may sound uh, a little nonsensy and silly uh, to think that it actually helps with your time uh, and gives me it gives me more time um, is I actually go out of my way I mean I know I eat pancakes a lot but I go out of my way during the week for the most part with my wife and family we we do what we can to eat healthy as best Mm -hmm. as possible you know not great obviously I mean I'm (laughs) I'm a man, I'm, you know, my wife's, you know, she's, she's a Michigan football fan. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, she's, she's from, she's from like Lansing or whatever. Yeah, right. (laughs) I I was going to ask you about the Michigan. Yeah, Yeah, she, she's a Michigan football fan. Uh, She's, she's from uh, Perry, Michigan. So she's near like Lansing and all that stuff. Um, Yeah. So she, she, she loves the cheeseburger just as much as I do. You know I mean? (laughs) I love cheeseburger you know and I'm a greasy italian so i love pizza and pasta and stuff like that so i mean how <laughs> could you not yeah, right. pizza's delicious right you know oh, I mean, yeah. but i mean we just we we ensure that we limit ourselves uh we eat vegetables uh we try we don't we don't fall for the organic scams but we do eat better you know vegetables you no know, cleaner meats and stuff like that um I try to have a garden, which I'm not that great at, you know, but I'm getting I'm getting better. I made a couple squash the other day and I got a whole couple things of lettuce. you know, we make salads and stuff. Um, so that that's one way. Um, and I know it doesn't really give you a lot of time, but it gives you the energy to do those extra things during times that you wouldn't be able to where you normally you'd be tired and wanting to sit down and rest or sleep or whatever this or that so it gives you that energy to extend your day out even longer into the time where you would normally be sleeping and so that that's how that gives me more time the other one um is actually exercise um so i i actually like my lunch um i mean i know the listeners won't be able to see but you can see i have a like like a recumbent bike in my office um, and I mean, yeah, I, I have my yeah. work. Yeah, right. I have my <laughs> I work behind phone, me. Yeah. And my, uh, my, my work phone gets all my emails and all my stuff. So I'll go sit on that. Um, and I'll, I'll sit there and I'll work from my phone just while I'm biking during my lunch hour. Um, and then I, so I'll get a bit, I'll get in about an hour, you know, sometimes an hour, 20 minutes of just biking, um, kind of, burning off extra calories and nonsense um and then i have uh, a set of dumbbells uh, over there on the floor and you know I'll, I'll do i'll do my normal you know i don't go to the gym or do anything crazy like that i ain't got time for all that so all right. uh, i'll i'll drop to the floor i'll do push-ups you know i have i bought little handheld push-up things because i got busted wrists wrists all right. uh, and i, I just I, I do my workouts and that's another way i mean i'm nobody jacked or nothing i'm no big bro muscle man or nothing like that i'm just a normal dad i got a gut you know but i i try to be mildly fit at least something to give me energy you know and it it does help because the first the first two years uh when i had my daughter god i was that's when i was driving into pensacola i like never worked out never did anything uh and man i would like six o'clock i would eat dinner and i was like eh, ready for bed you know (laughs) i was tired wore out you know mentally drained my body was like eh, i don't want to do anything and then that after about two years that was when i really decided you know we need we need to change things change life you know we started eating healthier we started getting a little fitter working out a little bit you know i funny thing is i actually started doing my workouts Um, from my wife because she started doing um the YouTube dance fits. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but there's some girls and they have like a fluorescent pink room and they do their dances or whatever. (laughs) And I, you know, she would always yell at me, Come on, you need to get up off the couch, do this, do it with me, do it with me. I was like, No, that's boring, you know, it's GAY, you know, I'm not a girl, I don't do that stuff. Um, after a while I, I swallowed my ego. I jumped up, I started doing one or two of them and that got me to kind of look up male ones, men ones, right. you know, So I started looking up men workout YouTubes and I started YouTubing dumb things. I started doing that. And then eventually just kind of molded into doing my own thing.
1: You know, so, it's funny you mentioned that. So like, I, ooh. like I ended up hurting my back. Like I, my back ends up having a um acute herniated disc right which pinch it also pinches the sci- sciatic nerve when it's irritated which if anyone yeah, knows that's... Legs. yeah that that is like the worst thing mm. you could ever have in yeah. i I can't imagine anything worse than that but yeah. you know <laughs> after i got um after i got like the shot the I forget what they're called, the epidermal shots in my spine.
0: Yeah.
1: Which, it's nothing fun when they're sitting there going, okay, hold yeah. your breath, don't move, this is going into your spinal cord, yeah. and you have this machine that's about the size of a regular office room
0: yeah. kind of
1: wrapping around you and they're, the doctor's that. in another yeah. room. You're like, yeah. what? should I be worried about this or what? Right. So, yeah. But after yeah. that, you know, after I started getting better, one thing I started doing was the doctor made a comment about yoga and I'm sitting there going, Yeah like I'm not I'm not gonna wear spandex in right. like, you're weird. Not, Yeah and you know first, <laughs> Yeah <I'm, exactly. laughs> But you know, I started doing some yoga, I found like an app on it for mm-hmm. backs and you know I need I should get back into doing it because at first, you're sitting there going, "Oh, this can't be too hard." Well, I yeah, did. I did the, I did the, uh, I did the ten minute one, yeah. and you when I first started, and I'm the sitting there going, oh. <laughs> yeah, I I dialed it down because I was doing it every other day. Yeah. I dialed it down to a five minute yoga to get myself into it because right. ten minute, I thought I was going to die after doing yeah. it.
0: Oh yeah.
1: So That's it's how
0: with those those pink those pink dance <laughs> videos. Man, my wife would be over there, you know, arms in the air, kicking and legging and dancing and doing all the things. I'd be over there, like, slowly trying to keep up. And three (laughs) minutes in, I'm like, uh, uh," (laughs) like dying up, dying up a storm. I couldn't believe it. So that, that's, yeah, that's pretty much kind of what got me into it. And I'm the same, I'm the same as you. I know all about epidurals and herniated discs. I I've had uh, epidurals in my upper spine and epidurals in my lower spine because I have uh, two herniated discs in my, in my, uh, what's this one? This is your cervical spine in your neck. Yeah, I've got two herniated discs in my cervical spine um, and then I have a herniated disc with like a couple like bulging discs and uh, down in my lower. I think you're, it's like your cervical, and then your thorax, and then your, or no, maybe your lumbar, and then your thorax is the bottom. I can't remember whatever the bottom was, um and that's that's where that sciatica is. So yeah. I, I have a I have a herniated disc down in my lower spine, which does the same thing. It gives you that sciatic pain. And you're just like ah, my legs. This oh, is yeah. terrible. And, and that's even, a, a lot uh, of that's basically what prompted like me to start being lazy and not working out, getting the the pain and I I have uh I have like severe arthritis all through my spine and stuff. A lot oh. of it's from damage and getting beat up and stuff. Right. Um, but I just that's that was one of the things I was like I can't let it, you know the the more I sat around and the the lazier I got, the more it like made it worse almost.
1: And that's like I've noticed like for me trying to lift my daughter who's mm-hmm a year and a half for a little over a year and a half now that and for anyone listening that's my son giggling playing with the little kitten behind me (laughs) but the um one thing I did find is that for me like lifting my daughter and this is something I've had to give myself back in the habit of doing and I still Mm -hmm. need to get a little better about it is because of holding my daughter at a year and a half she's 25 27 pounds something like that and if you don't take care of yourself the problem is is you'll hold a kid on one side of you then you'll hold it on the other side and you're kind of tilting which is unnatural for your spine and like for women they have the hips that they can set the kid on a bit and they have the body Structure that's more geared for women, which that might sound weird, but yeah, for us but guys, no. yeah, we did de- yeah. we develop being gathering hunters, all this stuff, that's how yeah. we are built. So, as a father, being yeah. more involved with the parenting side of it, holding the kid as much as I do because my daughter's very clingy, and yeah. then my son jumping on my back like he's an attached backpack and, <laughs> yeah. i mean all these things just kind of wear at your back and sure. part of that work-life balance said we were talking about the exercise that you is an important thing for us fathers to do even if it's like you said you drop down you do some push-ups you buy Minimal some stuff. you buy some dumbbells from online or walmart or wherever you want to go and you lift 10 pounds do something a little, just, you don't have to make yourself a bodybuilder or one of these gym nut people, but, and if you're, if you're a gym nut, good for you, you probably look better than I do, but.
0: That takes a lot of time out of your day to do that.
1: It does. And I've seen, like I've seen online where some people use their workouts to be part of a balance with their kid where they have their kid working out with them. Yeah. I, I. I would go nuts trying to keep my son focused long enough to do a workout in a gym. But my son, as I like to say, runs at his own pace and he gave up on that. He has his own drum. He works too. So, and I, I haven't figured out what kind of drum it is yet. If it's a complete set that he's pounding on or what, but Mm. I mean, my
0: daughter actually does those, uh, those pink things, the thick, so they call them pink kicks, okay. yeah, because it's a lot of there's a lot of kicks and dance moves and stuff, and the it's pink, you know right. the room is uh, that all the girls <laughs> are in is pink. It's like right. a dance studio thing. I don't know. So my daughter calls it pink kicks. They, <laughs> they, my she actually does pretty good, and she does it with my wife, like the two of them do it together. But, I mean, she's almost five, so.
1: right. Well, your daughter's the same age as my son. My son's he's five now and right. yeah he's I had to think about it yeah he's five and a half five but yeah he's somewhere in the five range so yeah. I, I mean for him like one of the things he likes to do is going outside running around and yeah. we have a nice half acre plot that he can run around and play on which gives us yeah. that ability for him to work out plus he goes and we keep him very entertained on different topics mm-hmm. so with all that he's very active but yeah. there is a book by an author David oh I cannot remember his last name now and it's gonna drive me nuts and I'll remember it later but he wrote a <laughs> book called the adventures of Exo and size and mm-hmm. I met the guy from when I did my author podcast and I ended up doing a review on it because it was actually the reason I started the book reviews because my son really enjoyed the book so much and it was a rare kind of book that I found where it Mm. you read it and the characters are going through this adventure chasing after this guy Nate this villain named Nacho and his dog chip or no his dog was named Nacho he was named chip okay but it's and he was in obesity. City. So and you kind of get the theme here. But the thing is, is in the book and I'll I'll push this book as much as I can, especially for parents, because I find it to be very helpful is every page. There's an exercise the kid does do 15 lunges, do, to climb, yeah. do you yeah. have to climb you have to climb up this ladder, do this exercise. You have to cross this board, do this exercise. And like I sent the book when my son was in daycare, I sent the book and the teacher's like, oh, well, I think this is a little too advanced for them. And this was when he was three or four years old. I want to say four years old. And, but she said she still would read it. She read it to the class and she said, all the kids were just loving it, Doing this. So, I mean, okay. staying healthy, and I know we're getting sidetracked off of work balance, but I mean, the fact is, is
0: that is part of work life balance.
1: Yeah. And, but going back to balance and reading with your kids and mm-hmm. staying active, things like that, I mean, we have to find ways to do what's going to make us healthy and keep us yeah. active. And
0: if That's how you get the energy, just do it in the first yeah. place. So, I mean,
1: that, like I go outside and some people, like when we were interviewing nannies, I would see some nannies just go outside with my son and sit down and let him yeah. run around and not do anything while others would. You could tell the difference between the personalities by how they would act outside. Right. Some people were there just because they wanted to get a paycheck. And those yeah. were the ones that just sat down and let him run right. around And then you had the ones who were active with him and Mm -hmm. would interact and say oh well let me see what you're doing and you could and it sounds bad but you could always tell by the body types of the ones that wanted to sit there and not always but the majority of time the body types you could say okay right i'm going to predict this person's going to be lagging behind my son or this person and some people like some people I would think would be like just sitting there doing nothing, actually try to interact, try to keep up with him. Yeah. Now, mind so
0: you, we're gonna we're gonna get cancelled for body <laughs> shaming.
1: You know, here's <laughs> the thing is
0: Hey the there, truth is the truth. Whether you like the it, truth it or is. not, it's still the truth. It <laughs> is. And I mean
1: <laughs> the fact is is like one, I know I'm no spring chicken, and I always joke around I'm in great shape because round is a shape. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but I have I have no delusions that I am not the most fit man in the world, right. and even my wife asked me, like, my son has his first homeschool class that we go through this mm-hmm. program with that's an on-site homeschooling program, and I, my wife even goes, well, and I'm secure enough, I can say this, asked me if I was the only dad there. And I said, no, I saw a couple others. She goes, oh, well, I bet you were the hottest one there. I'm like, no, there's this guy that literally looked like he hits the gym daily. Yeah.
0: And had his, had, was dressed
1: fashionably, was dressed. And I'm sitting there in like a pair of jeans and pair of tennis mm. shoes and <laughs> I, I'm not even sure if I matched properly because I don't even think about that and yeah, literally right. I cut I cut my hair with a razor or with the trimmers so mm. me and fashion are not hand in hand yeah. this guy was he worked out he's fashionable and my wife goes oh well I always I'm like no I know well enough he was the better
0: looking guy so <laughs> I'm grown up yeah.
1: Yeah, so the fact is is I have no delusions about what I am, but the fact is is you you do have to be realistic about, you know, if if you're somebody that wants to be healthy, live longer, like you said, eat healthy, exercise, like my wife constantly tells me the reason we eat healthier than we did when we first got married is because now she wants me to live longer than she did when we first got married. Right.
0: Yeah, which absolutely. I find
1: funny that she wants me now to live longer than she did when we first got married. But <laughs> yeah,
0: right. That's kind of that, that's kind of what my wife says too.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I want
0: you to at least live for a little while.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but that's the whole thing of and you know finding what's the right work balance life work. I can't even say it now. The right work life balance. Work-life balance for you. Yeah, that's going to also cut down the stress because one thing that fathers mm. don't think about but is very common in men is heart attacks is a very yeah. big issue for men and yeah. being out of shape, stress, these things mm. cause heart attacks. I mean,
0: yeah,
1: like, absolutely. like you said, I'm, you know, if somebody wants to stop listening to us because I say this and so be it. But the fact is, is if you don't take care of yourself and. Yeah. Again, I'm, I admit it, I'm not a spring chicken, but still, nonetheless, mm. I try to keep, take care of myself. I cut down on the greasy food. I don't yeah. I don't slow cook r- corned beef as much as I used to because of the amount of grease and fat that's in it. That's good, it's, it's delicious as can be. <laughs> that but sure it, is good, though. <laughs> but, yeah, but when it, dro- when it cools down, you see the film of fat
0: just mm.
1: on the top, you know, Maybe this wasn't the healthiest thing to cook.
0: I would, it would take pizza and I would fold it. And it, when you fold it like that and you'd squeeze oh, it, kind could open grease. your mouth and let the grease go down. Oh, God, it <laughs> was good. It's so gross looking, but it's delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh. Corned beef, you get big, two big pieces of Texas toast, a bunch of corned beef, and then a bunch of like, uh, you know, like breakfast gravy from like, like gravy, like uh, oh, biscuits and gravy. And you yeah. swap that right on top off oh, man. So See, good.
1: That, I've, I've never bad. tried that. So <laughs> I've, I've never had that the um, shoot cat. So the, for me, it's, I've done like put corned beef into the slow cooker and yeah. then throw potatoes, carrots, onions, a can of beer, and that's good and then just let it cook throughout the day. Right. So, And then it's one of the few meats that I don't have to fight with my son to say, okay, eat
0: this. Yeah.
1: He's, he's like, which getting kids to eat is going to be another topic we're going to have to talk about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's another one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, generally it's, it's one of those foods that I know because, because grease does taste good. And you know, it's, you have to have some grease in your diet yeah
0: yeah,
1: i mean you have to have fats you have to you have to have Mm -hmm. everything it's but it's finding that balance right
0: right. finding the right correct balance
1: yeah and in anything we do we have to find that right balance so that we can live longer we can have that healthy lifestyle Mm -hmm. and live better lives for our kids for our wives for our families and
0: longer you'll have I mean, you'll be able. You'll you'll find like for me, this is what helped me is I I find when I get up in the morning, I'm not like and taking like 30 minutes to get out of bed and brushing my teeth all slow and you know I I actually get up probably 30 to 45 minutes earlier than uh than I used to you know and that's not it I don't even get up to an ar- alarm clock I usually get up about five where I used to get up around six and this is just naturally, I just get up earlier overall. And then right. I go through the day, I got more energy. I get, I get a lot more energy throughout the day, you know? Um, and then come nighttime, you know, I was, I was ready for bed seven o'clock, seven 30, you know, cause I would get up, you know, six, you know, and now, you know, now I usually, I don't even go to bed till 10, 11 o'clock and, you know that that's that's a normal day for me that's not on purpose i'm not stretching anything out i'm not forcing myself to stay awake longer and then you know i only so i only get about from like 10 11 o'clock range till about 5 a.m and you know so it's about five to six hours of sleep and honestly i don't get up in the morning all like uh oh, tired no i'm not all groggy through the day i, I just Because I eat healthier and I am physically fit a little bit more than I was, better at least. I'm finding that I don't need as much time to sleep and I don't don't even want that much time to sleep and laze around and be tired. So it actually, when people say, oh, but that doesn't give you more time, but it Mm does. It gives me more time, you know what I mean? Because it stretches my day longer. Whereas that time I would be sitting on the couch you know cooling off laying around starting to fall asleep and then going to bed around seven now i got from seven to ten to you know because my daughter goes to sleep at around seven seven thirty eight sometimes eight o'clock now i got two two three hours for me and the wife time you know a little you know (laughs) right getting it time so we we got we got our time you know and we we even silly shows you know uh she she likes the nonsense tv shows like big brother and stuff like that like yeah yeah i can't i can't stand them but you know what i watch them because it my mood is better uh you know i'm not tired and groggy so all of those things play into each other and you'll realize you'll you'll have more time for your family and part of that time is one-on-one time with your significant other and you know, it gives you all that. It just builds the family overall better. Those those two simple things gives you all that much more time. Just eating right. healthy and doing a little something, just something, anything, just to be a little bit fit and give you energy. You know, because uh, overall, one of the other, I w- I would say the third big thing that uh, really does uh, help with work life balance is your mood, your attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and your attitude and your mood aren't really going to change unless you take care of one and two. That's eating, eating better and getting a little fit, you know, working out a little bit, doing something. Because if you don't change those two, your mood is going to be um, pushed into this tired, groggy, lazy, and you're going to be grumpy and pissy. Um, you even like for a while, me and my wife wouldn't have uh, a lot of time together. So that, you know, Personally and emotionally, separated us a lot. You know, causing that divide between the two of us. So, you you know, when when you spend a lot of the time that you do have, you know, we don't have a lot of time, but you spend a lot of that time that you do have arguing or complaining or fighting with each other. Not only are you further separating, but you're also wasting the time that you do have to when you could be doing something productive.
1: Right, and I agree with you. And yeah. that's the big thing is you're, like you said, your health being a big thing. One thing that I would like to add with that would be is you also need to work on your mental health. Yeah. I read a book, and for me, like, I'm big into books, obviously. Right. I yeah. mean, you you are too, considering you just put out your second kid's book. So, yeah. but for me, like, I've I spent a lot of years reading, like, because i used to be running sales for trade shows i've done a lot of management things like this so for me mm-hmm. i've read a lot of psychology books body language a lot of these type of books and i read this book where this lady wrote darcy luma was her name she mm-hmm. wrote a book called thoughtfully fit and she relates one she emphasizes about working out being fit and all this but also being mentally fit to where as much as you work out the the core of the the yeah and the core of her thing that she pushes is like um the three things to do is you Mm -hmm. pause think then act and so one example she gave me was where a guy said she gave the example of you can either go in your house see a disaster and get upset you're (laughs) tired you had a long day like i said part of that being tired is like you said if you're not eating healthy your body is sluggish if you're not staying active somehow again you don't have to be a a a gym fly or a gym person but something active but it's also if you go in there with the mental thought of you had all this weight on your mind of everything you're doing, yeah. if you stop and again, I I try to do it. And I'm not always there's times that I like my son does something and I just I'm tired yeah. because it's eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. He's fighting the bath because we do bath time at eight o'clock and he's <laughs> hopefully asleep by nine for us. So. Yeah the whole thing is is like sometimes you're tired and yeah. again so I have a one year old daughter that gets tired and cranky at night so for me getting the um, getting the necessary sleep every night is not always an option but yeah. what I do try to do especially after reading this book Thoughtfully Fit is I do try to stop and think a little bit more before I let things happen like mm-hmm. I believe I'm a believer in spanking and because mm-hmm. spanking my kids when they were in diapers here here was my method of this is yeah. i i spanked my kids when they were in diapers because i knew they had that padding that yeah. when you smacked them it was more emotional than it was physical right yeah absolutely so, so now my son like at this point i threatened to spank him and oh, most man. times all i have to do is threaten and Even if I do spank him, I don't spank him hard enough that he would actually feel pain from it, but it's more of, oh no, I got spanked, I did something wrong.
0: The disappointment, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you instill that thought process and you do it when they're little babies to where, one, they're not feeling any pain. It's an emotional thing. Yeah. Emotional connection to it. Yeah. Yeah. And just like us as dads, we have to be emotionally stable to be able to be good dads, be good husbands. And getting ourselves to the point that we can stop and think about something before we just blow up is an important thing to do. And it takes a lot of work to do. It's not something that just happens like, oh, I'm going to change. You know, we all have to work at being fit in our mental state, our physical state, In in our health, so and and that's where
0: essentially that that mental release of the negative day is for you is like reading and stuff, like doing things like that. Yeah, yeah, and you you got to have that. You have to have that stress relief, that mental relief, that thing that you enjoy to do. You have to be able to do at least a little bit every day or every other day or something, just to kind of build your own internal joy because. I mean, I'll, you know, I, I always say, you know, my life is no longer mine. It's my daughter's. You know, I, right. I say that all the time, um, you know, so. so But I, I don't want people to believe that I'm sitting here, you know, all, almost in the terms of a slave to my daughter at all times. No, you know, you know, because I, I don't I don't think it's selfish for me to want to do something that I want to do to enjoy myself the one of the main reasons why is if i am never enjoying myself i'm going to be a miserable sob and if i'm a miserable sob then i'm portraying that onto my daughter and that's not okay you know i you need i you have to take care of your own individual mental health you know you you like to read i i i do like to read a bit but for me you know i like we said before, I spent a long life doing bad things. I, I like to hit things.
1: <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> uh, we all have, to, I mean, I hit, I hit stuff, <laughs> not out of anger, but like, like I, got uh, I do a lot of, like I, I do a lot of woodworking. All so, right. um, you know, I built, I built these fences out of a bunch of old pallets in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, I used them to kind of gate off the area for where I got my little garden. So my, wife's stupid French bulldog doesn't get in and eat the <laughs> tomatoes or something. because right. she will. She'll get in and like eat. I had a whole thing of freaking sunflowers and she ate all the sunflowers oh, off the geez. head of like, oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> I waited three months for those. Yeah. Well hey, I, like right. <laughs> <laughs> I built that fence. And I mean, I got this thud hammer. It's probably like, the, you know, it's about a foot long, and it's got, you know, a one, a one or two, or I don't know. I think it's a three pound head on it. And right. I just man, like, smacked the stakes. And I, I mean, I spent like three hours just smacking in stakes, just whack. <laughs> and I was sore, but man, I felt way better the next day. Like my mind was clear. I had spent the whole day hitting stuff. <laughs> don't know why, but it was good.
1: <laughs> Hey, whatever it takes, it's finding that right. balance. Like it's finding the hobby, finding the release valve. I mean right. Yeah, we we all have to do what we need to do and you Absolutely. know being a father it's it's a tough it's a tough gig anymore. It's yeah before you look at before fathers used to really and I think this is kind of the problem that stemmed to where like our conversations Are more meaningful is that, and this could be just my opinion, is fathers in the past have taken a step back, letting mothers dictate everything, let mothers run the show for their kids, and fathers Mm. would say, okay, this is what I want my kid to learn, or this is what I want, you execute it. Where now fathers are coming to understand that we need to do more than just sit back and try to help with the kid every once in a while, we need to actually be part of our kids' lives.
0: You know, do do more than just go to work, make the money, come home, eat the dinner and go to bed. Right. So I be, mean, be a man and be a leader.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the big thing is I think now with father seeing how important we actually do matter to the family and making mm. sure the family runs properly, if if we don't get involved, if we don't stay balanced, if we don't set our traditions, if we don't build something for our family, then our kids are going to end up being something that we're not going to be happy with or they're going to do, end up in prison, end up being mm-hmm. a God knows what. The list of things nowadays are just yeah. never ending. So, I mean, it's a matter of if we want. If we want our kids to be better than us we need to be better than we are and yeah. that that's kind of a motto i try to run with
0: yeah so i, I have a similar one is that is you know break break the cycle you know if if your dad was bad if mm-hmm. your dad was not in your life or your dad was around but never home busy working or whatever right you know it's it shows you what how if i mean if you could reflect on your life. What it was like as a child then and how mm-hmm. it was so great you know why why on earth would you want to do that to your kid right if if it's a repeated cycle his dad was that way his dad was that way your dad was that way and it's a consistent cycle be the change be the breaker of the cycle break the cycle and be the better dad. that's what sound goes.
1: which i think that sounds perfect you know I'm going to change our description for the show so people see it where we have our mottos on there as well. Be, be-, <laughs> be better so they can be better. And then I'll add your motto in as well. And, you know, people can have that as well. So
0: whatever <laughs> is going
1: to help, help dads do better, to be better, break that yeah. cycle, whatever it's needed to be done, you know, we just need to do it. So, you know, I think at this point, we're we're on the verge of starting to talk about another topic because i already feel that coming so how about we save that for the next episode and then with that being said we'll let everyone go and then you and i i'm sure we're going to talk some more
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely all right all right man sounds good